Welcome to the Pulse of the Heartland podcast, the podcast where no topic is off limits. Now welcome the boys of the Heartland, Bryant, Ryan, Clark, Joey, and Trent. Welcome to the Pulse of the Heartland podcast. This is episode 39. We've made it to Friday. That means it's the fun cast. Um, we're going to hit uh, some topics here. We got real heavy with college basketball on Wednesday's pod. So we'll still talk a little bit about that, but not as much. Um, again, uh, thanks for hanging with us. We really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to all the old pods. Um, and just interacting with us. We appreciate that as well. Slide into the DMs. Let us know how we're doing. We want uh, we want to know what you want to hear us talk about. We will talk about it. Um, so, Joey, how can everybody get a hold of us? You can get us up on the interwebs, DMs, in Twitter and Instagram, Heartland Pulse. Facebook and YouTube, just search Pulse of the Heartland. We'll have all of our meat smoking videos on Instagram, all of our video or pictures and stuff on Twitter. Also, follow them, follow our socials for our NCAA tournament uh, pool or bracket pool, our NCAA wrestling pool, all our live videos and stuff. We're going to be doing one this weekend. We just set the time. It'll probably be at 10 a.m. on YouTube. So if you are listening to this on Friday, uh, go ahead and tune in tomorrow. At 10 a.m., get up to date on all the NCAA tournaments. Here, a preview for the NCAA wrestling finals for that evening. All and, right. And if we don't start right at 10, just wait a little longer. We're, we're a couple amateurs over here. So, <laughs> <laughs> yep. And also remember to be in those pools and to get paid, you have to be a follower and a avid listener. So, spread the word, have people like, subscribe, join, do everything they can to listen to their. Part of our community and Alice fan nine five four, you can get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. All right, and yeah, so watch the YouTube, and while you're watching YouTube, uh, interact. You know, we'll talk back. So I will not be on the YouTube probably. Maybe I will. I don't know. Maybe I'll make an appearance, but I will be interacting. So. Hold on now, Trent. Did you say are you are for uh for bald bricks? Are you going to be bald or are you going to still have some hair left at this point if you join? Ooh, it'll be about that time for me to get rid of the hair. So okay. maybe we do a live on air. Right. Maybe I'll have half a head of hair. I don't know. Who has Ooh. Katrina's number? <laughs> she can do like remember on jackass when they used to uh, just come up behind the jaw sound she can just do that when he's in the middle of a, of a pod yeah, yeah. that's right <laughs> <laughs> all right well uh joey what are you drinking so i'm still down in the lone star state well by the time you listen to this i'll be driving back home but close enough i got another seltzer tonight it is Shotgun Spiked Seltzer um, out of, sorry, oh, somewhere down here, Austin. And uh, this one is called Bramble. It's blackberry and lemonade. And here's the opening. Sounded crisp. crisp. Sound, yeah. It's got a little bit of a smoky, almost bacony scent to it when you open it right away. Let's see what it tastes like. Doesn't everything have that smell in Austin? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just say it's uh, from, from somewhere down in Texas. Hmm. 
We're doing some Jason Bowen tonight. I was going to say Ryan Clark. Come on, guys. Yep, Jason Bowen. I got it. <laughs> um, it's definitely smoky, uh, but the flavors underneath it, the blackberry and lemonade are really, really good. That smokiness is kind of stings the nostrils, though. Man, they really go for the flavor down here. That I tried that spicy hard ranch or ranch water hard seltzer from the other pack, and the jalapeno got to me, made me sneeze. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah that ranch water is pretty popular. I've never had it, but yeah. it's really good. Yeah, you would not like it, Trent. It's a seltzer, so yes, you're correct. Well, like I told you, that one was original seltzer flavor, which is just seltzer water. Um, just tastes like fucking TV static. No, it's not kind of. It's not quite yet a Lacroix. It's close. No. No. A hint of a hint of strawberry. Yeah. I don't know what the taste of TV static is, but now I want to know. That's that's Lacroix. It tastes like your water was stored next to a case of pineapples. Yes. All right. Or if you spit in the air in a desert and let it just that little bit of mist get back on your tongue. That's exactly what it tastes like. Tastes like you're drinking spit. Yeah. Uh, so as you can hear we have ryan back on the podcast right now so he he was mia on wednesdays but uh he's here now so ryan what are you drinking i've got line of kugel's chocolate dunkel taking it easy tonight yeah why would you be doing that um, something called sleep deprivation. You're gonna be up, you're gonna be up half the night anyway. You might as well just drink hard. Yeah. No, I um, her uh, Rebecca's mom is here to kind of watch over the baby overnight to let us try to get some sleep. I'm very thankful for that. So, yeah, that's why I'm able to do this tonight. Thankfully. Nice. Well, congratulations, man. Proud. Yeah. Thank Happy you. for it's you. Been, it's been awesome so far. Yeah. Good. Yeah. All right, Bryant, what are you drinking? Uh, still dealing with the antibiotics, so I'm still uh, drinking some water here. Uh, you need to have about six beers, and then we'll see how you are by the yeah. end of the pod. The gonorrhea yeah, like, hasn't cleared up yet? Not quite yet. It doesn't say. like itchiness uh, or what? What's that? Do you have itchiness in bad places, or what's going <laughs> on? <laughs> no, I fucking, uh, I was having issues. Like, my tonsils and, like, the padding around it was all swelling up from like after a cold so i don't know if it was tonsillitis or strep or something but they got me on some antibiotics i could finally breathe at night and i'm not hacking up gunk every fucking 30 minutes or so so i'm sorry to hear that yeah on the mend finally so so more people can hear my voice i'm doing it for for the the listeners you know (laughs) (laughs) all right clark clark what are you drinking i have busted out a beer that's been sitting in my fridge since last summer I've got myself a good old Natty Light Natter Day. This is the uh, Pineapple Lemonade edition that they just debuted last summer. It's good stuff. Yeah, it tastes uh, it tastes like a hint of beer with some lemonade. Uh, I mean, what what's better? Yeah. Is, it, is that called like Sex on the Beach or something? Oh, I, I have no idea, but you're in love. Sure. It's something. I'll figure it out. Sex on the beach. No, is... it's, it's beer. I think that's called. I think that's called sand in your crack. <laughs> no, it's beer, lemonade, and vodka. I think, and you like mix it on a stove or something. I don't know. Sex oh. on the beach. Yeah. It's vodka, 
peach schnapps, uh, orange well, a, juice, cranberry juice. That's a different and, one than from what we've had. It's a different sex on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am still going with Old Faithful, uh, just a bush light. You can't go wrong with that. And uh, since it is Friday, the podcast coming out on Friday morning here. uh, Tomorrow is my shave date for St. Baldrick's Day. So you still got a little bit of time to head over to my fundraising page. Um, That is pinned at the top of our Twitter at the book over there. Um, click on the fundraising page and if you can you know donate a few dollars every penny counts here uh we are raising money for the uh pediatric cancer research and then i will shave my hair Uh, it's been five weeks since i've shaved my head so i do have some growth joey did put the picture on twitter so y'all can see what it is you'll get a before and after shot here i'm sure uh tomorrow Uh, but again it's that uh, link is pinned on our Twitter. So go over and, uh, and donate. Uh, we appreciate it. All the proceeds go to the St. Baldrick's Day Foundation. So it's a good cause. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Trent. Yeah, you're welcome. You know, take one for the team and go back to my normal hairstyle, which is bald. <laughs> Do it for the kids. Yeah. So what I should have done is like just shave it for St. Baldrick's Day and then not cut my hair until next year's St. Baldrick's Day and get a whole year's growth. Yes, sir. But uh I don't I don't not not happening. <laughs> not happening. <laughs> I like the kids, just not that much. Grow your hair <laughs> yeah. out for a year. Doesn't matter how much hair I'm shaving off, this the money's still the same. True, true, true. Yeah. So all right. Well uh as as it says here on the agenda is anyone putting meat in their mouths over the weekend for March Madness? <laughs> Thank you, Chris. <laughs> Thinking about meat candy. Uh, Ooh, that's always good. Yeah, I haven't decided uh, to or what snack on all days. Chew on the NCAA wrestling fight. Nice. So- yes, I I will be back in Iowa, so I don't think I will be smoking much of anything this weekend. It's gonna throw me out of my routine. I've been smoking something like every weekend. You're gonna stop by the casino on the way through. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna go to a casino, but I do have the uh, FanDuel account with all my winnings from the Super Bowl. So that's right. Maybe play some online bets. Yeah, and there goes all of Trent's money. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm learning there's no better way to lose money than betting on college basketball. Yeah. <laughs> no, not not at all. Honestly, college basketball is one I usually do the best in, but. I don't, know, I, I don't bet on a consistent basis. I guarantee that goes way down. But sometimes when it's a, a game that makes too much sense, it was like I think the one of the last ones it was like Duke, North Carolina, and North Carolina was an 11-point underdog. It's like this is a top rival for Duke. There's no way they're losing by four possessions, you know? Yeah. So is anybody else going to smoke anything? I don't have plans to smoke anything. I do, however, have some strip steaks in the fridge thawing out. I plan on cooking 
this week. Right. Might as well do them on the pit boss. Oh, you know that 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 flame door and just put a nice sear on them. Yep. Exactly. Just uh, salt and yeah. pepper or any fancy rubs you're putting on them. I'm. I think I'm just gonna go good old salt and pepper, maybe a little uh, garlic or onion or I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Did anybody do anything last weekend? Sure did. I'm a Mexican. It was awesome. Smoke that. That was really good. Yeah, that looked amazing. It was good. Next time, I won't use that queso. Um, I, but from doing research online, that because it got a little dry, um, that if you don't use the crema that they sell next to it, that your queso, the crumbly queso, just and so that made things a little more dry than I would. Um, so I will use the shredded taco blend slash queso to have eggs and just roll that baby up. So uh, yeah. next time, better, but got that hamburger with chorizo rolled up with some cheese. I'm not a meatloaf guy, but I was told that's what meatloaf looks like, and I might be a meatloaf guy, I guess. <laughs> yeah yeah so like in the group text when you sent that I, I said i just don't know why you didn't just why you cut it like just pick that five pound <laughs> thing up and just eat it like a burrito yeah, <laughs> and then it made me look like my fucking knives were dull no there was so much like <laughs> greasy and i basted it in taco sauce but like there was just something that i just couldn't get it to start cutting, so mm. yeah well, Joey, you're going to have to make another fatty within the next month and redeem yourself on the video because, yeah, that, that was the one thing I was questioning. I was like, why is it so tough for him to cut this thing? <laughs> yeah, I got like four or five comments from people on Snapchat like, what? You need to sharpen your knives, bro. No, my knives are plenty sharp. I sharpen them every time I wash them. But... <laughs> oh, well, I'll ju just prove them wrong next time. Prove the haters wrong, all right? Exactly. I will use that same knife. to. Perfect. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did some smoked queso on Sunday. We're having a food week this week. You know, um, there's enough of us that it lasts throughout the whole week. So I was like, I'll just do mine on Monday. That way, I can smoke it on Sunday. Um, this time, though, I had some bacon. So I had some bacon left over from breakfast, like six strips. I'm like, you know, I'm just gonna cut that up and throw it in there. So. Um, but other than that, I just did the onion, sausage, Velveeta, jalapenos, uh, Rotel, and then just smoked it 250 for two hours. And turns out great every time. Nice. Yeah. Seasoned, uh, what did I put on? I think I put, it was, yeah, I put Fire and Smoke Society Pork Perfect on the, on the, the sausage when I was browning the, the pork sausage there. So that was pretty good. Man, you are loving that rub, aren't you? Yeah, I do like the this Fire Smoke Society stuff's really good. Mm -hmm. I also have their I think it's the honey kissed bird rub. That's pretty good. I've done that on some chicken legs. So. Nice. Good stuff. Walmart just got two three new flavors. One was an herb blend, one was a spicy pork, and then another one that I almost just took the whole shelf and just threw it away. That's awesome. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> we will not be tagging fire and smoke society in this podcast well yeah i'm sorry guys everything else you guys awesome. i hate onions so i'm about when i saw that thing 
Anybody else uh, utilize their smoker this weekend? No, sir. Ryan Ryan didn't throw anything on the smoker while his wife was in labor or nothing like that. <laughs> it was not allowed in the hospital. I was pretty upset with that. Uh, that that and River, apparently you can't bring your dog to the delivery room either. Oh. Well, unless he was wearing his mask before. So then they left. Yeah. Him. Yeah, we got him a hairnet and everything. He was fine. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Well, let's uh, jump into one other of the many topics we have. But uh, last week, Ryan and I, we talked about some golf. Uh, The Players' Championship was this past weekend. And I believe I did mention that the weather was going to suck. It's going to be carnage. It did. Yes, there was carnage. The weather did suck. Uh, It was funny that they're still playing the first round on Saturday. Um. Well, they finally just go play. I mean, what was the yeah. holdup? <laughs> uh, torrential rain. Uh, saw some pic- yeah, saw some pictures of the course, and it was not playable. There was a lot of standing water. I remember uh, my TPC sawgrass. I remember my brother making it to state golf, and they played Willow Run in Sioux Falls. And I'm pretty sure he played in a hurricane. So if if high schoolers can play in a hurricane. <laughs> If you're looking for to win three point four million dollars, you can play in a, in some sitting water. Yeah, it's nothing to the pros, right? It's exactly right. So, so Ryan did mention the the prize money. It was uh, Cam Smith was the winner. Uh, there was some drop on Monday. He took home three point six million dollars for one tournament. Um, the Twenty million. Money. Yeah, Cam Smith is like my favorite uh, non-American golfer. I've I've liked me some Cam Smith for a few years, um, but uh, but yeah, twenty million was the purse, and he took home three point six. I think the top four golfers took home a million dollars. Um, the last place player that made the cut took home forty four thousand. So yeah, but Phil Mickelson has been treated well by them. No, he's been treated pretty bad by the so um it was pretty cool, you know, after the round on Monday they interviewed Cam Smith right when he came off the green there and he was talking about, you know, he's from Australia and they've had some pretty crazy covid restrictions and stuff. So uh his mom and sister finally got out of there and flew to the United States. He hadn't seen them in two years um, and finally got to see them this week. And he just kind of said golf was secondary this week. You know, he just wanted to hang out with his family. Um, So that, that was pretty cool that, uh, you know, he, you know, admitted, you know, this week golf was secondary and then he goes out and wins the dang thing. That's awesome. I'm happy for him. Yeah, it's kind of cool, you know. He he got a little choked up there. He's, yeah, he hadn't seen his family in two years. Um, um, sometimes, though, sometimes when golf is secondary, where you're not so concentrated on, sometimes that helps out too. Yeah, to yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, in in Cam Smith, golf. <laughs> <laughs> so you're always winning tournaments. That's I yeah. get it. Yeah, Cam Smith, uh, his house here in the United States is about 10 minutes away from TPC Sawgrass. I was reading a thing today that he, uh, he had about on Monday night, had about 30 of the caddies, just caddies over to his house and 
ordered in all food and beer and just had a, a party for the caddies at his house, which is pretty cool. Yeah. That's so the good. question for, for me there, Trent, would you pay how much it is to pay to play that course? How much is it? During the peak season, it's 600 and some dollars. I want to say 630, 640. <laughs> well, in the off season, it's like 420. I pay 420. Would you pay 420 to play it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, I don't know if I would. Yeah. It's, it's, I'd, I'd play Sawgrass. Oh, I'd love to play the course, but man, 420 is that's a lot of money to to throw down for 18 holes. I mean, I paid 350 at Torrey Pines like five years ago, so I wonder what that is now. It's got to be creeping up over 400. Yeah, probably close. So, yeah. So, yeah, I would. I mean, I'd go lose a dozen Pro Vs and the water on every hole. <laughs> and then you and I will have arguments about where the ball crossed and, and whatnot. Oh, yeah, I will, I will penalize you. Do you see the, the fight going on there? There's Daniel Berger and... Uh, yeah, Victor Hovland. Victor, and, yeah. I can't remember who the, who the third one was. Yeah. I can't either. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's funny. It's kind of funny to see that side of pros where you disagree and then it's like well they're they're wrong but just to make them happy okay it's kind of funny yeah and daniel berger i mean i don't know if the people that listen to this podcast watched any of that but i think daniel berger was in the wrong like his ball did not cross that far up <laughs> that ball never left over the water i had a i had a hard time seeing um on the replay, just because the angle, it's so hard for me to see where it is. But when you've got two of your your uh, playing partners telling you, no, you're wrong, it's when you're just like, okay, I'm just going to take it on the chin and go back. They're, they, you know, majority rules in that group. Both of them are very strong, strongly opinionated on what they saw. Just go with it. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, what did you... like the... Sorry go ahead. What? Sorry. No, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. Well, I was going to say, you know, it's not like those two other guys that are in the group with Daniel Berger are like out to get him and be like, yeah. you know, cheat against him or something like that. Like they saw what they saw and they both saw it. So and and usually Victor Hovland is one of the he's, he's kind of a fun loving guy. You, you always see him smiling, having a good time. So, yeah, for him, he's one of those people I would trust his personality. Yeah, he's just over there trying to stay off the weed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what were you gonna say, Joey? Oh, what'd you pay to old Tory Pines? Uh three fifty. Man, whoever booked that for you ripped you the fuck off. Why? Uh, I'm looking at the green fees right now. It's two twelve for eighteen during the week and two sixty five during the weekends. Is that the so, north course or the south course? Uh, yeah. South. North is one thirty four. Weekdays and 168 weekends. Resident so, or non-resident? That's non-resident. Yeah, wow, so I was a non-resident some... plus Left my green handed. fees. Yeah, they probably <laughs> charge me extra. Plus my Left green fees, plus my, plus my cart, plus they charge you to um, book a tea time, and it all added up to 350 Good God. Yeah. So you have to actually pay to make a tea time? Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. See, at this point, I think I'd rather play Beth Page Black now, just because I think that's still a reasonably priced. 
You could buy an Xbox every time you do one of these and play them all with a joystick. Just telling you. <laughs> and then it's exactly the same. So yeah, exactly. Then, then you'll start a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Could have just started one sooner. Mm-hmm. No, it, it makes it sound so old fashioned. Like like they charged you for booking a tea. It sounds like sorry, sir. You're using up our minutes on this side, like the AOL and shit back in the day. <laughs> Yeah, they charged me for the phone call. Yeah, exactly. You should never use 1-800-COLLECT, Trent. You have a cell phone. Come on. Will you accept Save a buck or two or three. Miss those commercials. All right. Well, that's all I have for for golf. Um, Well, actually, uh, what, four weeks? Till the Masters. So, Heck yeah. That's all I got for golf now. I'll still be on paternity leave, and that's all I'll be doing is watching the Masters all weekend. Hell yeah. Jesus, paternity leave. You know, some people, when we had a kid, had to freaking go to work. Mm, Some people still do. Is it four (laughs) weeks or is it three weeks away? Well, it was four weeks, I think, before this last, before the player. So it might be three now. Yeah. So when this podcast airs on Friday, it'll be three weeks away. Three weeks from Masters Friday. Yep. All right. That, that that's your anniversary weekend, isn't it, Trent? I did get yeah, I did get married on uh Masters Saturday. I don't know. Don't know who scheduled that. That seems like <laughs> the ultimate gotcha moment by Katrina. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's 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 a Masters week. I'm sorry. We've got dinner at eight. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we're going to test how much you really do love me, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And Patrick Reed won that weekend, so. Oh, no. Oh. It was pretty much <laughs> cursed. <laughs> There's not an omen I, I haven't seen on if that's not one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. The boys from the Heartland will be right back. All right, well, let's jump in to some NFL and some football talk. Uh, a lot of news going on with contracts and free agents and mm-hmm. some little-known player taking a 40-day retirement and coming back. Uh, so, yeah, Tom Brady coming back. Going, you know, staying with the Bucks though, not switching teams this time, but – um, but, retired for 40 days, so I don't think anyone saw this coming. No, like, I mean, I just don't get it. Like, what, 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 and he says the unfinished business. What do you need to prove? You have seven Super Bowls in 23 seasons. Like, legitimately, the only thing I've heard from anyone is like, well, you look at the division, no offense, Joey, and you go, well, I'm making the playoffs easy, and you see all the top quarterbacks are starting to go to the AFC, so you have to deal with a staffer that potentially doesn't have OBJ, you know, depending on how that, that works out and Aaron Rodgers, who's a regular season quarterback. So, I mean, otherwise, why else would you come back? What if Deshaun Watson signs with the Falcons though? I guess I, I mean, it's, it's not enough right now. It's going to, if they, even if they get Deshaun, it's going to take a couple of years. Yeah. What do you feel about that? Joey, are you interested He'll spend Magic City getting wings, so yeah, it'll be fine. 
<laughs> At least he'll know what's going on in that place. Is is that a uh, Lou Will's reference there? Uh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Lou Williams. I don't know what to think about Deshaun Watson coming to the Falcons if it happens. Like, I won't buy that jersey. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> I think he makes Kyle Pitts a better receiver, but at the same time. Matt Ryan puts up very efficient, good. He just doesn't have the weapons around him or the offense last year. So <laughs> I don't know, honestly. I don't think Deshaun is a, like Clark said, it's still taking a couple years to get playoffs, even if Deshaun quarterback. I don't think he is the missing piece. I think it's a better defense and better weapons. So, And I just saw Russell Gage, who was the leading receiver last year besides Cordell Patterson. Uh, just left and is signing with the Bucks. So that's cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. One play so, with Tom Brady. Is Pitts your like, only weapon then, or what? Yes. I don't, I don't think you can count on Patterson to be there, though. He's, I mean, he, he did great, but I don't think you can count on him year in and year out. Well, I agree. I just don't know who else they would count on. I mean, yeah, can't it off Chris Lindstrom, so. There's rumors of Patterson being interested or uh, trying to land with the Chiefs, too. I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, if you were him and realized, you showcased your talents for one year, showing are a, a threat to defenses, why wouldn't you go to a contender? I don't blame him. It's like, I don't know. Remember when he was with the Vikings and was a real threat up there? Yeah. <laughs> if there is one... A good example of the fact that our coaching staff didn't know how to coach players and what to do with them. He is one of those players, to give you an example. <laughs> he, he, he's one of the many on that list. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It turns out he can play cornerback even, possibly, and <laughs> he gets stuck at being a kick returner. Yep. A kick returner. That's Crazy. It. That is all he did was, was return kicks. Didn't even try to put him into running back position or anything. So yeah, that's that's Vikings the last eight years. Well, well that's the thing with the Falcons. Whoever comes there, if they're a kicker, they'll end up being a you know running back and a wide receiver and probably and quarterback at some point. I mean, look what Devin Hester did when he was down. So, you know, well, everyone awesome. goes down there and can play both both sides. Maybe they're kind of doing like when Corderell first got there, it's copycat league. Oh, we saw Devin Hester have all the success with the Bears. We need to have our own Devin Hester, and they never gave Patterson and never shot. But no, I, I don't I don't know if Deshaun's that big of a that big of a piece for the Falcons. I mean, don't get me wrong, generational talent. He's very fucking good, but there's just so many deficiencies around on the rest of the team that I don't think they go I don't think they should go for him. I think they should focus on and make it a run that way. Well, and you're selling the farm for it. And, I mean, he's been out of the league for a season, too. Who knows? You know, the game might be a little too fast for him at this point. You know, might need another season to get back into the swing of things. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you say selling the farm, Matt Ryan's uh, cap hit is going to be huge. So it would actually be a deduction if we somehow got Watson, which would be crazy. That is pretty crazy to think about, but 
I don't know. No, no one ever thinks of the back ends of these contracts whenever they're signing them. At the beginning, it always looks amazing. And then once you get to the end of it, now you're going, oh, my God, look at how much fucking of a hit it's going to take now. I mean, shit. How many players, though, uh, restructure that contract every fucking year? Yeah. You know, well, they, that, that, they'll, they'll guarantee all that money up front, you know, get them signed, and then, you know, count on the player to, you know, restructure going into it and if they don't they just cut them before that deadline so that's what it seems like this whole free agency there there's been some big names going around but a lot of it has just been restructuring certain bonuses the signing bonuses and you know now clears up how much space for the cap which i know the packers need a lot of help the chiefs need a little bit um it's just interesting to see how that that's kind of the solution now rather than cutting players and everything else see Devonta adams is turning down the packers right now the yeah. franchise tag. He said he wouldn't take the franchise tag. But I think they then offered him like twenty three or twenty four million a year, and he turned that down. <laughs> Dude, oh. I, I want to see Aaron Rodgers play without Devonte. Just please, exactly, make please, <laughs> exactly. Well, when you're getting sixty two million dollars a year, all of a sudden it's you know, <laughs> he he might have a bunch of nobodies as much as he hates it. I mean, you 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 don't have any money for anyone else. If that's the case, and they can't keep Adams, do you think he retires on? <laughs> I, I bet he backs out real quick. After he That's kind of what I'm thinking. That seems like an Aaron Rodgers thing to do. Yep. No, they signed their number one wide receiver, Alan Lazard, for four mil for one yep. year. That's a good point. The guy who yeah. actually gets open, he's just got to uh, look for him now. Yeah, just look for somebody that's – so maybe that will help Aaron Rodgers. If they don't have Devontae, he can look for the other receivers on the field. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope so. And another uh, another name in the big or the Big Twelve, Jesus, the <laughs> NFC North. Uh, Kirk Cousins signed a little extension. How much was it for? Uh, I'm not sure what it, it was. I don't have it pulled up, but uh, you you do have on here the biggest finesser. Oh yeah, right. I, I would say well. So far, that that's just his career numbers so far. I know he's still like up to the date. I, the reason I asked about the biggest finesse because one of them was an old chief here, and we always kind of make fun of him. But so far in his in his career, Kirk Cousins, who again we think he can get it done, but to be honest, so far he hasn't. Right now, he's made two hundred and thirty million dollars. Um, has he made any NFC Championship game? No, he is not. Okay, so two hundred and thirty million dollars in, in being a starter hasn't made an NFC Championship game at all between them or the uh, commander's team now, I guess, or chase Daniel, who's still a career backup at, at uh, the uh, chargers just signed him. They signed him to a one year, $2.25 million contract. He has made $50 million in his career and he has taken less than 600 career snaps. <laughs> and for those at home, if you don't want to do the quick math, that's $83,000 per snap that he's taking the NFL. So, above your annual wage to stand on the sideline and hold a clipboard. Okay, what's your thoughts on Cousins' extension? Um, so I've had a couple of people ask me, this is my opinion, and I like it because he's been with the Vikings for a couple of years now. He knows the system. You know, People want to get rid of him and find somebody else. Well, who, who else is there right now? You know, John Watson. That's what everyone Desha- else is saying. Just Deshaun sell, Watson. sell the farm for Deshaun Watson. Come on, yeah, get him. So 
my thing is who else is out there? Nobody better than Kirk Cousins is going to come in and fill this job and give him a shot. Like he, his numbers haven't been bad. So give him a shot with this new coach. That's, excited that's to see thought. what him and Coach Cock and Justin Jefferson can do. I'm yeah. very excited for it. That's, I mean, I think you and I probably feel about the same about it. They, His extension got, saved fourteen million dollars. That's a nice. That's a nice savings to use for somebody else there. Um, yeah. They still got what Adam Thielen on the on the contract, yeah. and uh, you know, I, I I know those Vikings love to run the ball, so. Yeah. Which um, I'm hearing Thielen is also going to rework it, rework his contract too, which there's not a ton of money for him to really save, but it's still something. Yep. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I think with all that going on and the new coaching staff coming in and I don't know, I think I've, I've thought this today too, that, you know, with the Aaron Rodgers news and, Oh, they're back to win the NFC North and all this is like, I don't know. I haven't been this optimistic about a Vikings season in a long time. I mean, I know the season is a long ways off, but you know, I'm pretty optimistic really about what need the to get, Hopefully staff. the the hopefully Ed Donatel can get the defense going cuz like I said we've had two years in a row of top of a uh, bottom 5 defensive performances. So if Donatel can get the defense working, man, we could be dangerous, I think. Well, and that's just it. The Vikings were like 100 with that 30th ranked defense, just think if the defense was middle of the pack, you know, setting records for most points allowed with two minutes left in a period or in a half. Yeah. Yeah. That, that those two minutes are, that's a, that's a good title to hold right there. Yeah. Those, that time of the game is it's not important. It basically doesn't count. So yeah, no, I, I, I think it's going to be good with Kirk sticking around for another couple of years. So that's my favorite thing because I had another buddy text me um, about the Vikings being screwed, putting their horse, you know, behind uh, Kirk Cousins on this. And I'm like, you know, game one, you have Dalvin Cook fumble in overtime. You get game two, you get you get uh, missed field goal to win the game. It's just, I, I it, oh, oh uh, against the Cowboys, you lose to them because they're the defense forgets to tackle one of their players three times to get a first down to let them win that game. It's 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 incredible to me that Kirk Cousins is that bad at defense. Yeah, he should. Uh, I mean, he is tackling. pretty. He is pretty fucking bad at it. He doesn't even play it, Ryan. <laughs> I know you would think so. You would think the way people talk about him that he's the reason that we allow thirty points a game. Yep. Yep. So he's not. <laughs> uh, the Chiefs—they just uh, re-signed. Uh, Frank Clark. Yeah, they they restructured his deal, so he's had some legal issues, and they talked about if they're going to cut him, it would his dead money. Um, it, it would be a pretty significant hit. So the way they restructured his deal is very in, incentive heavy now because he only had four sacks last year. And I think that's been the biggest gripe. So he took a very team friendly deal, and it's only going to cost the Chiefs basically. It was either going to cut him and be a bunch of dead money, or it's going to cost us $1 million more, and we need to keep him on the team. And it should be, again, incentive friendly for him to make up some, you know, to make more. He can make up to like $7 million more. 
So I'm, you know, if it's only going to cost in today's NFL one million more dollars, and you can have a starting, you know, Pro Bowl defensive defensive end, I'll take that every time, you know. So that that was kind of the big worry. We were hoping for some other big names, but keeping Frank Clark was a big one here. Uh, they also signed Justin Reed um, to replace Tyron Matthew. I guess I didn't know Tyron Matthew was not with the Chiefs anymore. Uh, he was free agent. Okay. Yeah, we, we've known he's been a he's, he was going to be a free agent, but he just kind of had like some sporadic <clears throat> moments during the season where he's talking about how shitty Chiefs fans are and mm-hmm. and he's very I, outspoken on social media. I mean, what would say we, going if you're on Twitter and you follow him going into this off season, he was talking about he wants to be somewhere that appreciates him. It's like, dude, how yeah. have the Chiefs not appreciated yeah. you? Yeah, I mean, if you, and if you're a multi-million dollar athlete and with the start of the season, like if he was going to get in his feels on on Twitter, and I think we talked about it, one of our first few pods. It's like, well, yeah, man, you, you're on a histor- historically terrible defense. So you're going to catch some of that in today's day and age. So if you're going to be too soft and you can't handle it, then I guess best of luck, dude. But, you know, the Chiefs, they couldn't risk on, get, you know, bringing Honey Badger back. So this Justin Reed, you know, some of the stats I put down, he's he's and especially in the NFL, he's five years younger, so he's gonna have more durability. He is coming off of a small injury, but you know, Honey Badgers, he had his injuries himself. He wasn't really consistent in the playoffs. We couldn't count on him, but he's five years younger. He's a bigger player. He's four inches taller and twenty pounds heavier. And from the film that I've seen on him, that the the highlights on Twitter, he he's just as physical. So I mean, I don't think he's got the game instincts that. Honey Badger does, but when you can sign him for, you know, less than half of what Honey Badger is going to be and hopefully a, a player that's going to appreciate a winning culture that they're in, you, you know, and I, I'm all for it at this point. Uh, with that move, I am curious to see who steps up as the vocal leader of that Chiefs defense. Who 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 steps in that position? Is it going to be Chris Jones again? I don't know. If, or maybe one of these new faces coming in. So yeah. well, uh, he- I'm curious to see how that if he gets his head out and decides he wants to play his Pro Bowl position at tackle and not try and do the D-end experiment again, just play where you're a Pro Bowler. You, you know, let, let's put use our best players at the best positions. Um, I don't know. So, so far, the Chiefs have been pretty quiet compared to the rest of the fucking AFC West, which is going to be a fucking juggernaut next year. But I, I don't know. Right now, we haven't spent too much money, so it looks like we still have a decent shot for a second wide receiver, which... We've talked about Juju with the TikToks and and Allen Robinson. Did Allen Robinson just get signed today? I didn't. Maybe I missed it, but not that I know of. A Rob, Jarvis Landry just got released. Um, There's been rumors of Odell Beckham, but with his knee injury that off that Super Bowl, I'm a little worried on that one. But we still got some money for to get a a wide receiver too before the draft too. Yeah, I don't think Allen Robinson has landed anywhere yet. Jarvis Landry, though, uh, she, or the Browns don't re-sign him, uh, and they drop him what a day after they pick up Amari Cooper. Yeah, like that could have been a pretty good duo. But I mean, have you guys been on Twitter? And again, we're recording Tuesday, so by the time you're listening to this Friday, it's old news. But did you guys see on Twitter? um, Baker just posted a a, like thanks to the city of Cleveland about twenty thirty minutes ago. I did see that. Yeah. So it's so it sounds like, and from the rumors I'd heard earlier in the day, it sounds like the Browns, which again they're a desperate franchise that hasn't won 
I realistically don't think Baker would be the guy. I think if you're the, and again, he's in a stacked AFC where in that just division, you have Joe Burrow now and Mitch Trubisky to an extent, but you have Lamar Jackson. So at least two of those quarterbacks, I think, are going to be an upgrade compared to where you're at. I think you do have to pull the trigger on like a Deshaun that we were talking with the Falcons. I think if you're the Browns, you're historically losing franchise. You got to do what you can at this point to make a splash and get that winning culture, which I think Baker helped make too, which is the sad part. He helped make them into winners. Now you're going to get rid of the guy for, you know, there's debates on Deshaun Watson or Mahomes three years ago. So you have that type of talent as well. So I guess there's rumors that the Colts are interested in Baker. Well, maybe. I, I mean, it, do something. Oh, the Colts, the Seahawks sorry, too. Colts Baker. I thought you meant Deshaun. Sorry. Do the no. do the Colts even have a quarterback on their roster right yeah. now? Sam Ellinger. He's their most experienced. Oh, oh. Sam Ellinger. Oh my God. The pride of Texas. Yep. I mean, yeah, they're pretty bold, you know walking Carson Wentz out the door and not having anybody coming in. It's like, whoa. Especially okay. with this with this draft class coming up, there isn't a Trevor Lawrence type of talent either. You know? No. Well, they don't even have a first-round pick. No. Well, They're just going to have Jonathan Taylor just take the snap from the center <laughs> and run the ball. Straight wildcat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No throwing. Instead of having a quarterback take the snap, exactly. Just have him off center, but it's just another guard that's wearing like number 10 or something. I think that's your best yeah. offense right there. <laughs> yeah. And that's why Trent's going to be offensive coordinator. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take Boy, the it. The Jets man. are really trying to do a lot, it looks like. Who, who have they signed? I know I've seen the Jets kind of named around. That was one of the teams I hadn't labeled, though. I don't I don't have the list in front of me just because like I said I'm doing a very basic setup tonight just trying to have some time on here yeah. <laughs> but I saw they signed quite a few and so I know yeah, the, the Jets have I know uh, Jaguars yeah the Jaguars, Jaguars the list I got here they they picked up uh, Brandon Sheriff isn't he an old uh, Hawkeye Joey Brandon Sheriff yeah yeah they got they got Brandon Sheriff they got uh, two wide receivers that uh, Christian Kirk was the one that I think a lot of people say overpaid. He's getting $21 million a year, and he uh, hasn't had a 1,000-yard season yet. But Is he overpaid, or is he setting the bar for wide receivers? Yeah. If he's getting $21 million, Adams is definitely not settling with 24. No. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, But, I mean, if you're the Jaguars, these are a type of signings that you got to have. You know, Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, they got that tight end Ingram, which – I mean, I'm not going to judge last year with with the Giants. Fucking Daniel Jones is awful. You, you know, he. I'm not going to judge anything on him, but they got a couple more defensive players. I mean, the Jags were bottom of the barrel last year. At this point, you just got to start signing players, and you got to build around your franchise quarterback in Lawrence. So th- the Jaguars are giving Christian Kirk 24 million a year. Is that what I just heard? Tw- 21, I think. Tw- 21 million a year. Yeah. Um, but they're just. They're gonna gonna give him all their money so they can't pay their other other wide receivers like DJ Chark that just uh went to Detroit. So there's like peace out. Yeah, maybe. I, I again th- this is where we're so early into it, and I'm kind of been watching Chiefs news. That's where I always get lost with like like you said, this DJ that you think would be who's familiar with the system. I don't know, maybe they just didn't see anything in him, you know, or being a franchise player. Yeah. I don't know what he got. Let's see. What did he get from Detroit? Uh, 
Uh, thirteen million for for I think he sent a one year deal, for thirteen million. So, yeah, I don't know. I guess di different environment, and and unfortunately, if they weren't going to get you money anyways, you might as well go to the highest bidder, you know, and have a prove yourself year. Unfortunately, you got to deal with golf, I guess, but or Tim Boyle, his <laughs> golf injured. <laughs> <laughs> so would you rather live in Jacksonville and play for the Jaguars and win one game a year and no or, state income tax or live in Detroit and win two games a year? Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather I probably have the, the better weather. I, I guess it's hard when the other choice is always Detroit. It, it, it doesn't even matter if you'd be like, Brian, you're not even in the NFL. Your current job, you just have to move to Detroit. I don't know if I'd do it. I, it just, <laughs> everything I've heard about is not good. Find Which city has the best Urban Meyer Steakhouse? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Columbus, Ohio. It's not It's not the Chop House no more. No. It's not. That's right. sold. That's right. Yeah. Who bought that? Didn't like some big name celebrity buy that too? No idea, but you know, it was a location of uh, controversy last year, so I'm sure it had to be unloaded. <laughs> there was no controversy there. Come on. Just, you know, hands up butts and whatnot Skip as the, 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 the night after losing a game. Whatever. Yeah. That's a controversy? <laughs> man, Guys, man, we're missing. Man. We're missing the biggest free Anthony Rizzo just re-signed the Yankees for $32 million. Who the fuck cares about baseball? Let alone the fucking Yankees. Was anybody else disappointed that they actually came to an agreement and started the season? I was kind of hoping they'd hold out for a long time. <laughs> they did? Yeah. 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 That, that's why all this free agency stuff's going on right now. That's as little as I know about it because I didn't know that happened. Yeah, no, they 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 came to a deal. I think they're going to have bigger uh, bigger uh, bases. Um, the shift is now illegal, which that doesn't make sense to me. But um, yeah, why can't you put your players on the field wherever you want anymore? They redid the uh, extra innings rules about yes, the runner on second base. Um, oh, and, and du double were... headers are not seven inning games. They went, made those nine inning games again. Yeah. That's fantastic. Cause if there was ever a complaint about baseball, it's that it wasn't long enough. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. So, I, I don't think we're the best opinions on it. We're not very avid fans, but again, I think if you're baseball and you're trying to grow the sport, how do we make a casual fan get, get into it? You, you know, and some of that I think is, is changing the rules. They, they think it's expand. Didn't they expand the playoffs to seven teams last year? Oh, don't forget the ghost wins this year. They added ghost wins for the playoff. What the fuck is that? Yeah. So uh, their series, which is like, you know, typically seven game series mm -hmm. that first round, the higher seed gets a ghost win to start the round. So they're going to be one and oh, that's dumb. What? <laughs> Jesus. I don't know why they just don't say, oh, this series is a, a five game series instead of seven. You only have to win three game or two games, you know? Whatever. Oh, three my. Games. Three games. Yeah. Did somebody say that the bases are bigger now? Yeah. they're. I looked <laughs> that up. The bases are 15 inches square, and now they're going to be 18 inches square. Are you Ooh. kidding me? What? Why? Yeah. Can I ask why? 
It's probably some stupid thing like either bigger bases for advertising or they think it's going to help with creating more offense. It's probably – I have no clue. Like, like I said, I don't really pay attention to it. Didn't plan on even talking about it, but that was one of the stupid things I heard and like who the fuck cares? Well, like why make the bases bigger? Um, it's more forgiving for base runners and infielders. Uh, let's see. The bigger the base, the more space runners have to slide around defenders. Yeah. Therefore, they're hoping for less collisions. Okay. Did they make home plate bigger too then? I don't Probably know. Not. Bigger strike zone. <laughs> That's right. Let's hurry this game along here. More strikes. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Baseball is stupid. <laughs> yeah. Who the hell brought them up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if we don't have anything else on the MLB, which that's the most we've talked about it in a while, so no. proud of you guys. Just nothing but compliments. Yes. Yeah, so. nothing but compliments. No, I don't know. I, I think with the NFL, we're kind of wrapped up as well. Everyone in the AFC yep. West, they're all signing defensive ends and bringing quarterbacks, so it's their, their goal is to beat the Chiefs, and the Chiefs right now, I don't think they're catching up with the, the – we always say the Chargers have the best shot of winning the preseason, and that's the only time they're going to win. But they're, every team is fucking picking up the pace and trying to uh, beat the Chiefs for the for next year. But I don't know. We'll de- definitely have to see who gets signed more in the offseason here in the draft. But, I mean, there, it, it, oh, go ahead. I, I, I'm going to say that I think the rest of the AFC West is in trouble because Patrick Mahomes is now a married man. Oof. Life's going to be different, and they're Ooh. all big. Big trouble. He's gonna have yeah, to find out if she's allowed at the games or not. Yes, she's still allowed. <laughs> yes, yes, uh, <laughs> wife and baby mama are allowed at the games. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Wait, that's two different people. No, they're the same person. <laughs> oh, okay. That's the way I took that too, Joey. <laughs> so, no. More I, I didn't think bigger bases. No, there wasn't anything else in the NFL we wanted to talk about, was there? Wait, bigger bases, does that mean second bases are now a little bit bigger in the hand? Oh. <laughs> Trent got it. You guys are all stupid. I, 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 I don't think it deserved any more than a giggle, but I'll, I'll get giggled. Uh, yeah, okay. I gave you a solid <laughs> teehee. <laughs> teehee. Yeah. <laughs> The boys from the Heartland will be right back. Uh, let's move along to college basketball. A uh, little tournament going to start here. Uh, actually started yesterday from when the pod drops here because we're recording again on a Tuesday. So we hope you all got in the pool. It's a little late now. Uh, so, uh, keep your eye open for the YouTube that we'll do, uh, tomorrow, Saturday at 10 AM live, um, to go over the first couple rounds and explain why Trent's bracket is winning the whole damn thing. Just perfect. (laughs) Yes. Uh, that's why it's called the first ever perfect bracket. I'm going to go ahead and say that Trent's bracket is busted within the first two rounds. I say the first two games <laughs> of the tournament, usually. Is that not one of the worst feelings? Is the first game? I, it doesn't even matter what the seed is if it was a eight nine matchup. But when you lose that first one, it's like I'm already in the fucking hole on this limited, you know, limited tournament here. 
Or like when, uh, you know, Iowa State is really good and they get beat by UAB in the first round and you yeah. have them in the final four or something stupid. Yeah. Well, yeah. The best the best thing about that one when that did happen, Trent, is when they lost in like the very first game. It's like, I don't have to care about the tournament anymore now. Like my heart yeah. didn't get broken later on. Like the closer we got to the natty, I could just be done with it at that point. Yep. The only thing worse than that is having Iowa good that year. Well, you could just cut it picking, off there, just being a Hawkeye fan. Uh, <laughs> picking <laughs> Iowa State to go to the Final Four, getting shit from your friends about picking Iowa State to go to the Final Four, because you're supposedly a Hawkeye fan, mm-hmm. and then they lose, and then all they do is give you more shit. So, that was fun. <laughs> Sorry, bud. Uh, <laughs> first two games of the tournament on Thursday morning, Trent, just so you know uh, yep. what, what to watch out for. Michigan versus Colorado State. And then uh, your old uh, Jackrabbits taking on Providence. So Colorado State Rams winning that one, and the Jacks yep. in that second one for sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep, we're Jack and Rabbits. See the Jackrabbits winning that one. Yep. Jackrabbits are beating Iowa too, second round. Um, maybe <laughs> even beating Richmond. I don't know. <laughs> so. All right, well, let's move on here since we don't have a whole lot to talk about college basketball right now because we're in the middle of this tournament. But uh, another another tournament's gonna gonna go on tomorrow, and I think Joey's pretty excited about it. Yeah, we listen to this on Friday. Tournament actually started on Thursday. Uh, go Thursday, Friday. Uh, NCAA wrestling championships are this weekend, and they're fucking awesome favorite weekend of the whole year saturday night uh is bigger for me than Super Bowl. i love college wrestling it's amazing so yeah get in on that wrestle stat pool uh wait, you probably never mind you had to have gotten it if you're not in it already suck it sorry you should have gotten in already but yeah uh we'll just another preview for the finals again tomorrow hopefully i'm very good mood and talk about iowa Getting ready to wrap up their next national championship team title, but um, we'll see if they wrestle like they did in the Big Tens. That will not be happening. I, I'm curious. Can you win a title whenever you're taking uh, medical forfeits? Uh, <laughs> usually, no. No. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I hope you don't do that again. I, I mean, stupid. Uh, where can I watch this? Because I got to tune in to watch my boy Wyatt Hendrickson from Air Force bring on the biggest upset of them all. So best thing about the NCAA wrestling tournament and my favorite thing of it, it's all on ESPN plus and most of the ESPN or ESPN two. Um, the constellations on Saturday morning may put that up for you. I'll let you know. On um, there's some last minute shot last year and it kind of pissed some uh, people off. So, uh, yeah, it, it's good to be on all the ESPN networks. So, okay, all right. Enjoy. When were you releasing the Sports Combat Pod? Yeah, uh, we'll record that tomorrow. Well, we'll record that on Wednesday and release on Thursday. Okay, so I guess if you if you're listening to this now and haven't listened to it and have any interest, definitely tune into that one as well. Yeah, it'll be a preview, and, uh, and we'll just talk about the big. Uh, too in depth into seedings and stuff because it's not that we can do about it now, but just kind of see the big matches coming up. 
let's roll on into the movie mitt um last week we got pretty heavy in the batman and, did, you see uh, it? did i go see it yeah no i still haven't either I, I'll, I'll wait for it to come out and i'll yeah. watch it at home um, Damn it, I, I, wanted to, I, I can't wanted believe to you haven't this. watched the first Batman where Batman dies. Yeah. <laughs> what? I can't believe you guys. Yeah, yeah. That's what happens when you get a vampire playing Batman. Yeah, old vampire that's Batman, but he, like I said, man, he he might be up there as one of my favorite, if not the favorite Batman now. So. Yeah. But I, I did, I did watch a movie on Friday night. Which one was that? I texted you guys and told you I watched Caddyshack for the first time. I'd never seen Caddyshack. I, so, as big of a golfer as you are, yeah. and a big fan of Bill Murray, how the hell have you not seen Caddyshack <laughs> until this past weekend? I know, and I'm a big Chevy Chase guy. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I've never. I, that's how I'm with movies. I just don't sit down and watch them. And uh, I was like, it was like, I don't know, we put a million was down it? at 7.30 and it's like 8 o'clock. I'm just flipping through Netflix, laying in bed. I'm like, huh, Caddyshack's on here. I think I'm going to give this a watch. So I did. I was going to get it found its way onto the History Channel and was somewhere between one of your episodes. <laughs> Jesus, you sound like Ryan. Storage <laughs> Wars, that's always a solid one to watch. Storage Wars, I've never really watched that. So. It, broke, it broke my heart when I found out that that was a legit fake uh, show. I was like, I don't even know why you'd have to fake buying storage units, but I guess you got to get something interesting. But Oh my God, what's, what's the woman's name? She is so hot. Beth? God damn. No, no, uh, Beth, Beth is a very pretty woman. Uh, no, the, the younger one. Is, uh, oh, that's the Beyonce newer or... season bullshit. That's once I realized they're fake, I stopped watching. No, she seems original. Go ahead. I'll look it up. Yeah, no, we're, we're done with Storage Wars, Joy. It's, <laughs> it's, it's done. It, it's a show about buying fucking storage. In, oh, yeah, Brandon. Yes. We're on the same page, I think. No, you you know you said about it being fake. Well, I mean they all are. So Pickers is fake. Pawn Stars is fake. It's but I fake. was I was always one of those guys. I was like for sure Jersey Shore is fake. For sure all these reality shows are fake. They wouldn't fake uh, Storage Wars for sure. Nope, I broke my heart when I found out they did. So <laughs> so Trent, what was your favorite part of Caddyshack though? Was it the Gopher? Was it the, Bill the Gopher? Murray? Uh. No, I said I'm a bigger Chevy Chase uh, guy. No, Bill Murray's great in it, uh, being the greenskeeper, and Ronnie Dangerfield just being the obnoxious yeah. guy. Like I love his. Uh, so I did. I did uh, actually mention this to Katrina because she was watching it with me when Ronnie Dangerfield is first playing, like the first round they show him playing. He's got that gigantic golf bag. And then like <laughs> yeah. they take off the cover of it and there's like a radio and they like crank up the stereo and it's super loud and the people ahead of him are pissed. And I just looked at Katrina's like, 
that's Torres on the golf course. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> With his loud boom box. I'm like, that's Torres. <laughs> I think that's a lot of public courses now, though. People bring their speakers. I mean, it, it's not yes. as stuffy that it used to be. You can go out there, you can have a blast, listen to your fucking 90s music or whatever, and as long as you're not overly rude or doing it next to a green, I, th- I think most people are fine with it, you know? Yeah. No, Torres... Yeah. Torres had this sweet boombox that one of the, his buddies and coworkers made like from scratch. And the thing is awesome. It's Bluetooth. Um, but then he went and bought an even bigger one now. So oh, Lord. If Torres, if you're if you're listening, you know, I'm still still willing to buy it from you. Um <laughs> but yeah, no, that was my my Caddyshack experience. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll get around to watching Caddyshack too. I've heard it's terrible, but you, you, you let too. us know what how it is, Trent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, somebody has been watching Winning Time, so if we want to, you know, get into something that's more recent, Joe, you want to start <laughs> with it? It's it's more recently produced, but it's about the same time as when Caddyshack yeah. came out. That's yeah. true. So the seventies, eighties Lakers when Magic Johnson got drafted. Uh, it's a CEO. Um, it's on Sunday nights at eight or nine. I can't remember one of the two. Um, but got the uh, oh god, uh, John C. Riley. Name just uh, went playing in my head. Uh, it's got him in it playing Jerry, and just I'm I'm only one episode in, and there's been two episodes put out. Um, it's a fun fucking ride. It, it's all of John C. Riley's comedy built in with um with all the I don't want to say hardships, but all of the things that were going to the Lakers drafting magic and him not being ready for the being ready for the playing. Um, yeah, it's well put together and very well. Yeah, I would say I, I, I was watching it as well, um, Joey. And I think with a lot of people, um, I guess one, it's got Adam McKay involved, which I think if mm-hmm. you, you bring him up a lot of the time, I know we all really didn't like uh, don't look up. But, I mean, a lot of his projects he doesn't, doesn't miss on. And so far, one mm-hmm. episode in, th- this was really good where, you know, like I, I personally enjoyed, you, you know, just it, it's kind of got the, oh, um, w- w- which one am I? Uh, the big short. It's kind of like got the yep. big short stuff where they throw in some of the metrics on the side and kind of the quirkiness and the the breaking the fourth wall. Like it's it's got a lot of good parts in it there was not really any parts that i didn't enjoy in this first it was a fast hour you know in this first yeah. episode here um and i and i'm always amazed uh it's you know as dumb as it sounds that like finding a guy like uh quincy isaiah he's the one that's playing magic johnson right now where you're where you're gonna find these players that are actually the you know full-size you know kareem abdul jabbar magic johnson mm-hmm. these full-size guys that are as good of actors as they are too yeah, I I thought everyone that played an NBA player or you know college player in that first episode was just tremendous. It was, mm-hmm. it was very very well casted. Uh, the guy I can't remember who the actual player's name, but there's a scene where they're at the Playboy Mansion, I believe. Jerry Buss takes him to yeah. takes him to some mansion in Norman old... is who it is. I got it in front of me. Okay, yeah that. The, he's an NBA vet, and he just takes it to magic on the court. It's pretty, pretty fun. I really like this. 
Mm -hmm. that that and i didn't know like whenever you hear jerry west you know of him being the logo mm -hmm. i didn't know he was so like he almost like hated the lakers and hated everything about that you oh know? yeah like you know from what i when i've listened to interviews with this jason clark first off he's an australian that's doing a perfect west virginia accent mm -hmm. but uh like like just seeing his fucking anger issues and how they're trying to convince him to go with one player and Obviously, Jerry Buss is trying to make it more of a spectacle, um, you know, mm -hmm. than, than just winning basketball games. But I don't know, man. Like I said, one episode in, there's not really too much more we could really go over. But seeing them sell, you know, Magic Johnson, who, like you said, he goes to this party, he gets his ass kicked and thinks he needs to go back to college for a year. And then they, they really bait him with, you know, oh, I'm lost. You know, we'll leave you by the locker room for a second. He walks in, he sees his fucking name on his jersey. You know, he's playing a little basketball, you know, just by himself on the Lakers court, you know, mm -hmm. courting him to be, you know, to come to the Lakers. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. If anyone is looking for something uh, to do that kind of goes along with this, there is a podcast put out by uh, Dan Patrick's team. Uh, and it's about the Lakers moving from Minnesota to L.A. and bus buying the Lakers and then all of the hardships they went through before magic got there. And then also the Jerry West and Elgin Baylor stuff. And it's a very interesting podcast. If you watch the show, I highly recommend um, hearing the side from Jerry West's point of view on how it actually all went down. And it's all so far from what I've seen, it's all very close. Um, like almost Jerry Buss, you know, manipulating um, the previous owner and stuff, things mm -hmm. like that. It's pretty good. I highly recommend that if you have time. Don't After you me. listen to Pulse of the Land. <laughs> of course. <laughs> you said that is called Westward? Yep, Westward. And it's fine. Sorry, I was a little crackly. I just want to make sure we, we got the right words out. So. Sorry, no, you're, you're fine, man. I wouldn't say. But yeah, I would definitely recommend it. I mean, so far, that first episode, I mean, 9 out of 10. Would you agree, Joey? Yeah, yeah it was very good. Don't watch it on your work computer. Uh, I did that. And uh, it's also <laughs> not for little kids. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. For, first scene, like Joy mentioned, starts in the Playboy Mansion doing Playboy Mansion things. So, yep. yeah, de definitely a uh, definitely not on your work computer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what are Playboy Mansion things? I, I don't know what this is. I'll, I'll tell you when you grow up, Trent. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Uh, I'm never gonna grow up. Never. Never. Oh, shit. So, well, uh, the next bullet point here I saw Clark typing uh, was South Park. That's right. When we talk about oh. HBO shows, let's just go to the best of them all: South Park. <laughs> they are in their 25th season. Mm -hmm. uh, however, I'm currently watching like season 11 or something like that. I oh, don't damn. know. Uh, I don't know. I just got a hankering this past week to watch some South Park and I was watching South Park. And then I saw that uh, the good old games, South Park stick of truth and the fractured butthole were uh, <laughs> on sale for Xbox. So I picked that up and I, I started playing through uh, the stick of truth and I've just been watching a little spouse South Park lately. So nice. So are you all caught up at all? No, I'm, I'm not. I've never, oh. I haven't watched them all. I've seen several episodes here and there like, Oh, it's on comedy central you know, I'm like at a hotel or something. Okay, well, I'm gonna watch South Park because that's something yeah. I know is gonna make me laugh. So, um, 
I love yeah. the new the newer episodes because you know there are anymore they're just about like current events and oh yeah so, yeah like, I, I I caught an episode I don't know, it's been a couple weeks ago and they were treating pajama it was going to be yes. pajama day they're yep. treating pajamas like masks so like the guy was waiting in line to get into um ihop but he's had regular clothes on so they weren't going to let him in because he wasn't wearing pajamas and they're like <laughs> well just just put it on you can take them off when you get to your booth <laughs> <laughs> so I, I found that extremely funny that is no, hilarious i was just gonna say if, if you're if i was gonna recommend one episode this season to get you back into it it, it was that pajama day one it, they really uh <laughs> I mean, they and it's and it's Trey Parker and and, and uh, Matt Stone, and they always mm-hmm. just take it to the fucking extreme. Where like, literally talking about, I mean, in today's climate, if you don't agree with someone, you're called a Nazi. And then mm-hmm. they literally have a reporter who slowly, like, he does a segment where he's speaking German, talking about, oh, it's <laughs> Deutsch. We're back in Nazi Germany because they're making us wear our pajamas, you know. And <laughs> like at the end of it, he like then he goes into a light leader hosen, and then the next one he's just in a full like Nazi getup. So I mean yep. that that is one. It is so it, the parallels with the masking. I would definitely if if you haven't if you get caught up because they had a few seasons where they're trying to do too many live events and too much. Trump stuff, you, you know, yeah. it, it's over with. They're back to their what they're, you know, their bread and butter, and it's been a pretty damn good season so far. Yeah, the I, last I, I episode was, was. Go ahead, Joey. I said last episode was about uh, teenagers and airsoft guns. And they get the dads involved, and that was my favorite. See, anytime yeah. Randy Marsh gets involved in, uh, uh, dad, what's his name? Uh, shit, that that it doesn't matter. Stan's Ran- dad, Randy is Stan. Or, oh, oh, sorry, Kyle's dad. Uh, oh, Bra- Bravlowski. Yeah, Bravlowski, but I can't remember his. But yeah, they whatever whatever they get the dads involved, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was gonna mention like my favorite. Uh, Gerald. Probably South South. Oh yeah, Gerald Bravlowski. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. My favorite South Park moment. I think it was whenever we were down in Phoenix, Trent, and you, me, and Torres were laying in the hotel watching South Park and it's the one when Randy Marsh is trying to give himself cancer so he can smoke weed. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And he's just walking along. He's he's giving himself testicular cancer and his testicles are ginormous. So he's carrying them in a wheelbarrow. <laughs> smoking smoking his joint, just singing Buffalo Soldier. <laughs> it, yes, then he sir. can't he can't you have to be in the dispensary to buy the weed, but his balls are too big, so he can't get in the dispensary <laughs> door to buy his yep. weed. Yeah, that's a great episode. Yeah. yeah. So no, I guess they do have them all on HBO. I, I would definitely, yeah. This this new season has been great. I'm going through like that. You said season eleven or whatever you're on. I mean, that's kind of the prime of South Park as well. Maybe a couple seasons <sighs> earlier too, but yeah. I I mean, I probably watched half of season eleven today. So yeah, nice short episodes. I love that part <laughs> about it. You can just throw it on real quick. Knock in like eight out. weeks, you'll get caught up to see to to season twenty five, and you can be right there with us. Exactly. <laughs> so there's a post pandemic special on Paramount Plus that pretty good too. It's the mm-hmm. boys in the future. Just FYI. So yeah, I need to watch that as well. Is it's that only good. on Paramount, Joey? Yeah, it is. Shit. Two episodes. I'm Two. gonna have to get that for Yellowstone too, I guess. Yep, and 1883 and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. 
So and what, what? So what's this last one here? It says worst roommate ever. Can you guys explain that one? So that that's on Netflix. I've come across it and skipped it a couple times, and I can't remember what I was looking at online today on my phone. And it said it's really good, so I think I might jump into that. It doesn't look like there's a whole lot of episodes. Um, so and it's about like these people get these roommates and they turn out to be like serial killers or squatters. Mm -hmm. And um, so I, I'm not real sure. Like I said, I haven't started yet, but it sounds like Joey has. Yeah. I watched the first, I think I watched the first three um, and are very intense. This one is that it's this old lady that tricks homeless people and kill them. And it's pretty fucking cool. Uh, happening school, but so it's cool. Uh, and then there's another con artist one, and then another person that the roommate just disappears for no reason. And they get a hint for murder and stuff. I don't know. It's, I don't want to ruin it too much, but it's really good. So it's one that was talking about it and like reading the experience of being interviewed was not my cup of tea so i didn't watch the rest mm -hmm. couldn't stand the way she was telling the story so i just but you know, it's really it's a two-part story so it'd be very very good i just couldn't do it yeah so i'm gonna try to maybe jump into that this week and uh maybe we'll talk Joey, about what, it next tuesday what would you give it out of 10 i that, that's always the easiest way for me to break mm -hmm. down and i to watch or not so, I'd give it a good seven, seven and a half. Okay. Um, it's not as good as some true crime docs I've seen on HBO and stuff, but it's yeah, it's definitely up there. It's it's better than those like ID, those uh, investigation discovery ones that pop mm -hmm. up on all the time. So it's definitely paid. Okay, I'd say because it's it's always hard to like like you said HBO's got all the fucking money in the world. Well, Netflix too, but mm -hmm. certain shows are not going to have that budget. But as long as they can keep it entertaining, that's kind of what I'm looking for. Just turn it on, you know, in the background and and you know watch it along. So right, and there's a bunch of uh, serial killer true crime recently, um, and there's one about uh, I can't remember the like the gay town porn scene of uh, New York and how that person killed much of stuff. So I would yeah. jump into that and uh, I also want to show out I found another podcast called Morbid. Um, there's two women that go over like serial killer cases and stuff and I found out who Albert Fish was and if you don't know who Albert Fish is, look him listen to their four part podcast. He might most and deranged person I've ever heard of, and I'm just gonna leave it at that. It is it internally fucked me. Like I had a hard time sleeping last night reading some of the shit. Joy, are you trying to put us out of business recommending all these other podcasts? I'm not trying to. I'm just <laughs> listen to Pulse of the Heartland first, so you can recommendations okay. of what's the rest of them. So more morbid podcasts, a four parter, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. it's really good. So, anyway, that's my true crime. This, I guess. All right. Well, if we nobody has anything else to add, let's uh, wrap this thing up. No, I'm good to go, mm -hmm. dude. All right. Well, 
thanks for listening. Uh, tomorrow, 10 a.m. Uh, around that time, should be having a live YouTube. So just jump on over to YouTube, uh, interact with us. Um, that'll be uh, a fun time. And we do want to hear from you. So uh, slide into those DMs and let us know how we're doing. And Joey, what are the socials? Yep. Trent already mentioned our YouTube. Just search Paul Heartland. You can on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Search uh, at Heartland Pulse. All of our videos and stuff that we can do for and picture Instagram, our March Madness pools and updates and that type of stuff on our Twitter account. So let us know what we're doing. Tell everyone like, subscribe, listen. That way they can get into the pools. We're not going to pay them, um, and we'll go from there. But yeah, just up and let us know what we're doing. And wrong. All right. Well, thank you. And we'll see you next week. Have a good weekend. Appreciate you guys.